Hello fellow Christmas lovers and enthusiasts, my name is Charlie and you are listening to Closer to Christmas. On this episode of the podcast, I'm going to cover Home Alone, the classic illustrated storybook that was released by Quirk Publishing in 2015. So that's your cue to go grab a hot chocolate, your favorite blend of coffee, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. So right at the top of the show, I want to thank you for listening to this episode. If you've listened to episodes in the past, thanks for coming back. If you're new to the show, welcome aboard. So this episode, I'm going to stray away from talking about video games and Christmas and video games, and I'm going to cover a hardcover book that our family received for Christmas a couple years ago. It's a nice hardcover book. It's a 40-page book, and the size of it is a... It's on the larger side. It's 9 and a quarter inches by 11.3 inches large. The reading age on this book is roughly 3 to 7 years, and the grade level for reading is preschool to third grade. On the cover of the book, it says Pop Classics, Home Alone, and then it has a classic drawing of uh, Kevin McAllister standing there making the screaming face when he puts his hands up and you see Marvin Harry out the window. It's kind of like that scene where he's decorating the tree and he sees the reflection in the ball, uh, ornament ball, and then turns around, but they kind of just took their their own style on it here. But it also says it's based on the story written by John Hughes and directed by Chris Columbus, and this book is illustrated by Kim Smith. Then on the inside of the jacket, uh, it has a little description of the story as well as a little bit about what you're going to be getting into. And it has a really cool picture of the South Bend Shovel Slayer. Kind of looks like he's running up and down the sidewalk shoveling it while that big fake party's going on in Kevin's house. But the description on the inside, it says, Eight-year-old Kevin McAllister wished his family would disappear. He never thought his wish would come true. Then underneath that, it just says, The classic movie you know and love is now an illustrated storybook for the whole family complete with bumbling burglars, brilliant booby traps, and a little boy named Kevin who's forced to fend for himself. Can he keep the crooks from entering his house? And will his family return in time for Christmas? Well, I guess that's uh, up to you to figure out if you never saw the movie, but that's what I'm going to go over my thoughts on the book here, what I thought about the drawings and the illustrations, and I will give you my full review. All right, so I'm sure we all love Home Alone. We're all Christmas lovers here, and Home Alone is such a classic This is a super, super, super condensed version. You don't get to find too much out about what happened to the family. You're basically led to believe that the family actually did disappear while reading this story because at no point do they ever show anything about the family missing a plane or, you know, getting on an airplane and going anywhere else. It's just that Kevin makes that wish for the family to disappear and the next morning he wakes up and they're gone. I mean, it's very short. I don't really know how you can convey all of that uh, stuff in a kid's book anyway. So for the purpose of this book, The family is just disappeared and we don't know what happened to them. And even at the end of the book, it never resolves what happened when when they do come back at the end of the book. Spoiler alert. They all just wish everyone a Merry Christmas and they never really say anything about, you know, about not leaving and going anywhere. So we're just led to believe that the family did legitimately disappear. But like the movie, um, it does start off with the house kind of all being hectic and Kevin. It just says that Kevin's being bad. So he gets sent to his room. And then when he's up in his room, he's laying in bed. And if you look out his window, you see the South Bend Shovel Slayer, his neighbor, whose name is uh, Mr. Marley, I believe, is outside shoveling the sidewalk. But we know him as the South Bend Shovel Slayer. But there's nothing very violent in this book at all. Obviously, because it's a kid's book, so you don't want to have all that violence in there. But he does set up his booby traps um, and everything like that. So the, the way the story is set up, you know, Kevin's home alone. He wakes up the next day and then he realizes that he has some adult stuff to do. So he goes out and does shopping and all that stuff. And then he goes to church on Christmas Eve because that is what his family always does. And when he's there, he sees the South Bend Shovel Slayer sitting there. And then after church is over, they just talk. And then Kevin just says, you know, do you have anyone that you visit on Christmas? 
And he basically just says, no, he's fighting with his son and his family. So then Kevin says, I understand how you're feeling. You should talk to your son. And then the South Bend Shovel Slayer says he will do that. But towards the beginning of the book, Kevin's just kind of getting used to living alone. And he's just having a big party, eating a bunch of junk food, going through his brother's stuff. They don't really say his name or anything like that. So, you, I mean, you know, it's Buzz, but they don't say that. So he's going through his stuff. He's eating tons of ice cream, taking the sled down the stairs. All that type of stuff is in the book. But then the, the weird part is he is like having that party and then he hears whispering outside of his window and he hears uh, two burglars out there saying that, you know, hey, look, all the lights are off. This whole neighborhood's empty. So they, they don't really say anything about that, but then they do mention about coming back tomorrow at nine o'clock. So then Kevin gets it in his head that he has to come back and protect his house pretty much just like he does in the movie. So he lays out his plans and they do show a nice drawing of Kevin's plans. Now, obviously with this being a kid's book, well, Home Alone's also a kid's movie, but they don't go into any of the crazier um, parts of the plan with the nails on the steps. They do show the tar getting put on steps, the icy steps out front and the sharp ornaments underneath the window. They do mention that. And the paint cans. I was surprised to see that. So so I guess the only part that's kind of violent is the one picture where they show him throwing the paint cans at the burglar's head. Um, just like in the movie, though. So it's nothing out of the out of the blue. And basically, just like in the movie, you know, the burglars come in. They see all the booby traps. They get tarred. They get feathered. They get tar on their feet. You know, the ornaments, everything. Paint cans in the face. Then all of a sudden, it just cuts to a scene where Kevin's just jumping out the window to the, um, to the treehouse. And then they just show him running to the neighbor's house. And then when he's over there, the burglars got him and they hang him up on the door, just like they do in the movie. Marley bangs them both on the head in the back, which is the other violent part in this book. And they fall to the ground and they call the cops and the cops come and take them away. Then right after that, it cuts to the scene where Kevin's at home on Christmas Eve night and he's setting out a plate of cookies for Santa with a note and some milk. And the note just says that he doesn't want presents. He just wants his family back. The next morning he wakes up and nobody's there. Then he's looking around and he hears a familiar voice from in the other room. And when he goes out there, it's his mom and his mom greets him with a big hug and a Merry Christmas. Kevin asks where everybody else is. Then the book finishes with the door flinging open and the rest of his family is standing right outside. And then they just all say Merry Christmas and they embrace each other in a hug. And that's how the story ends. It's a good adaptation for a kid's book for Home Alone. It's a quick read. You could read it in only a few minutes. It's not bad at all. And there is a Home Alone 2 version, which I do not have. I might add that to the book list and get that down the line. But yeah, my overall thoughts on this is it's a good adaptation of the movie. It's a very short version, so you're not getting all of the, you know, all the hilarity that you do in the movie. But for for the most part, it's a good book adaptation. And but yeah, I do believe it's a good read for kids of all ages. Uh, if you're a fan a fan of Home Alone, I definitely recommend reading it. It is a good book that is a nice family read. So my recommendation: pick it up if you find it. Like I said, we got this one for Christmas a couple of years ago, but at the time of this recording, it is available on Amazon. The hardcover price is $15 and the paperback is $10.50 at the time of this recording. Then I'm going to read what's on the inside of the jacket on the back of the book. So it says, John Hughes wrote the story and screenplay of Home Alone. He also wrote and directed many popular films for teenagers and adults, including The Breakfast Club and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You're going to love them when you get a little older, it says in parentheses. Then it says, Chris Columbus directed the movie Home Alone. He has also directed many other celebrated family films, including Mrs. Doubtfire and Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Then it says, Kim Smith illustrated this story, adaptation of Home Alone, and just like Kevin McAllister, she likes to eat giant ice cream sundaes for breakfast. She lives in Alberta, Canada. But yeah, as far as the illustrations go on this book, the Kim Smith illustrations, it is a very stylized version of Marv and Harry and Kevin McAllister. And the whole family. It's not like you're going to look like if I just showed you a random picture of 
the illustration of Kevin's mom, you would never look at that and say, oh, that's Catherine O'Hare. That's Kevin's mom from Home Alone. They're all, you know, just regular looking people. They don't look anything like the characters in the movie. Marvin and Harry somewhat do, you know, you got your short, your tall and your lanky. Um, but for the most part, it's very cartoon. I enjoy the illustrations a lot. The only thing is like in every scene, basically Kevin's smiling like a crazy amount. So like in the one scene where he's kind of scared, he's smiling. So that that's the only thing I might change a little bit was some of Kevin's facial expressions. But for the most part, the illustrations are really good, but it does have like a, a watercolor slash maybe acrylic paint type of vibe to it. It's not your solid dark colors, but the illustrations are really nice. I enjoy it. It's a nice, vibrant looking book, and I would definitely recommend picking this one up if you have kids and a family that enjoys this movie. A little bit of information from Amazon on this book is this is number 35,004 in books. It is number 149 in children's Christmas books, 1,944 in children's action and adventure books, and 2,153 in children's humor. It has a 4.9 out of 5 star ratings with 2,189 reviews, and all of the reviews are very positive on this, obviously with a 4.9 rating. Some of the titles for the reviews are Great for Kids, A Winner, I Just Loved It, Fun Book for the Pop Classic Series, My Son Loves It, Awesome Book, and one that I scrolled through before and I saw it was a pretty good one. It was a 4 star rating, but the title was Look What You Did, You Little Jerk. So I appreciated the little nod to Home Alone in that title for the review. So that is going to do it for this episode of Closer to Christmas. I would like to thank Kevin Ague for allowing me to use the music throughout this episode. Links to his music can be found on the description of this podcast. And if you could take the time to do a rating and a review for this podcast wherever you listen to it, I would really appreciate it. And if you want to see some pictures from this book, you could go over to my Instagram and Twitter. Those are both at Closer to Xmas. You can go over there and check out some of the pictures that I'll be posting to go along with this episode. And you could also email the show closer to christmaspod at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening. And the next time you hear my voice, we will all be a little bit closer to Christmas. Thanks for listening. Uh